0: Sam, and you're watching HW News. Welcome to weekly episode of South Connect. In this weekly episode, we gather all the important and interesting news from across the southern states of India. Let's begin with Karnataka. The Congress party's Bharat Jodo Yatra on Friday, September thirty, entered Karnataka, the first BJP ruled state in Congress leader Rahul Gandhi's itinerary. Former Chief Minister Siddharamiya welcomed Rahul Gandhi at the Kekanala check post, the entry point of Bandipur National Park in Chamarganj Nagar's Gundupalet Taluk. Rahul Gandhi's Yatra will travel 511 kilometers via Chamaraj Nagar, Mysuru, Mandaya, Chitraguda, Balari and Raichur over the course of next 21 days in Karnataka. Rahul would cover roughly 25 kilometers each day of his yatra. Rahul Gandhi departed from Kekanala checkpoint after arriving there and hopped into a car to head to Gundulipet town for breakfast and Siddharamya former ministers H.C. Mahadevappa and K.J. George. Reacting to the arrests of Congress workers during Bharat Jodo Yatra in Gundulapet, on Sunday, October 2nd, D K Shiv Kumar, President of Karnataka Congress, challenged the BJP led state government to take action against him and former Chief Minister Sidharamiya as well for donning the PayCM t shirt. All of us, including Siddaramaiah, myself, and other leaders, will take part in Bharat Jodo Yatra wearing the PCM t shirts. Let's wait and see what will happen, said Shiv Kumar speaking to journalists in Nanjagud in Karnataka's Mysore district. Stating that they are not afraid of being charged with police cases, Shiv Kumar claimed that numerous cases have been filed against Congress workers for donning PCM T-shirts at Bharat Yatra in Gundalupet. He also said that government is sunk in 40% commission. All sections, including farmers, are suffering. On one hand, there is corruption and unrest. On the other hand, there is farmers' crisis and unemployment and atmosphere of fear has been created among the people, alleged to Congress leader. Moving forward with Kerala. Veteran leader of Communist Party of India, Marxist and former state secretary of party's Kerala unit, Kodiyari Balakrishnan passed away on Saturday, October 1st in Chennai. He was 68 and was been battling ill health for a long time. Until recently, he held post of the state secretary. He quit when his illness made it difficult for him to perform his duties. Kodiyari was a bureau member of the CPIM. In late August, Kodiari had requested the party to relieve him from the post of the party secretary, which he held for three consecutive terms. He had since been admitted to hospital in Chennai for treatment. Chief Minister Vijayan had called on Kodiari on September 9, raising speculations that his health conditions had deteriorated. CM Vijayan also condoled the death of the veteran leader. Several activists of the Popular Front of India were arrested and some booked under Unlawful Activities Prevention Act for protesting in different parts of Kerala after organization was declared as illegal by the central government. Two PFI activists were arrested from Kallambalam area of the state capital on Thursday, September 29, for shouting slogans in support of the outfit underneath a flagpole before unfurling their flag a day ago, police said. Besides two, there are five others who are present there and whom the police are searching for a senior police officer, said. In the Commandan area of Iduki district, seven PIF activists had carried out a march on Wednesday shouting slogans in support of the outfit and against RSS. And a, and a case was registered against them on Thursday under the UAPA For carrying out the procession, a senior police officer of the district told PTI. The officer also said that after the ban on the outfit, any such incident by its members across the state would draw UAPA charges. No one has been arrested in the Nedukandam case as visual of the incident are being pursued to identify the PFI activist, police said. The next southern state we have is Tamil Nadu. Advocate Pulanganiti, director of the Prisoners' Right Forum, has written to Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin, stating that the health of the well known YouTuber and whistleblower Savukku Shankar was in critical condition three days into his hunger strike in jail. Seeking Stalin's immediate intervention into the matter, Pulanganiti who is also Shankar's lawyer, said in the letter dated October 2nd that today on Gandhi Jayanti, you, the chief minister, will be aware that it is better to deed to restore the fundamental rights of a person. Protesting in a non-violent manner than to garland the statue of Gandhi, Shankar began his hunger strike on Friday, September the 30, after prison authorities revoked his visitation rights for a month because he tore up a notice from the Directorate of Vigilance and Anti-Corruption, dismissing him from service on September 24. The YouTuber is currently serving a six-month sentence after Madras High Court found him guilty of contempt of court for his remark against the judiciary. The Supreme Court has issued notice to the Tamil Nadu government on a plea alleging deputation of government employees for the administration of Hindu temples in the state. A bench of Justices DY Chandrachud and Himakoli sought a response from the Tamil Nadu government and Commissioner Hindu Religious and Charitable Endowment Department Tamil Nadu within 6 weeks. In the meantime, CS Avidyanathan, senior counsel appearing on the behalf of the petitioner states that a further affidavit would be filed indicating the number of temples in the state of Tamil Nadu where no trustees have been appointed and the number of the temples in which government officers have been deputed, the bench stated in its order. The order of the top court came on the plea filed by petitioner T. N. Ramesh, pointing out that temples are administered by the state in derogation of the Tamil Nadu Hindu religious and charitable Endowments Act 1959. The plea further sought a direction to revert all the government employees working in the administration of the non-hereditary temples and to refund salaries, allowance and other prosecutes paid to them from the temple funds. Moving forward with Andhra Pradesh. The Ministry of Home Affairs has decided to seek legal opinion on the recommendation of the Sheila Bide Committee over Division Institution between Andhra Pradesh and Telangana. Union Home Minister Ajay Kumar Bhalla chaired a meeting on September 27 in New Delhi with the Chief Secretaries of Andhra Pradesh and Telangana to discuss pending bilateral issues. While Andhra Pradesh wants the recommendation made by Sheila Bhide Committee to be accepted in full, Telangana pointed out that there are court cases pending in the Telangana High Court with respect to certain institutions and no action could be taken until the matter was settled. There are 91 institutions listed in the Schedule 9 of the Andhra Pradesh Reorganisation Act of 2014, which are to be divided between the two states. The committee has given its recommendations with respect to 90 institutions. The dispute a subcommittee constituted by the MHA has suggested the division in three phases 53 PSUs where there is no difference of opinion 15 PSUs which are agreeable to Telangana but not Andhra Pradesh and 22 institutions which are not agreeable to Telangana there are 142 institutions which are listed under the schedule 10 of the act the next state we have is Telangana Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao appealed to intellect and twinkers on Sunday to condemn criticism of Mahatma Gandhi and his philosophy. Speaking after unveiling a 16 bronze statue of Gandhi on the Gandhi hospital premise in Hyderabad on Gandhi Jayanti, Rao said that attempts were made to criticise the philosophy of Gandhi and that they should be countered effectively. The Chief Minister said his government followed Gandhian principle and that programmes like Palle and Pattana Pragati, village and city Development, were based on Gandhian principles of the development. The state government functions on the Gandhian principle of non-violence, peace and harmony. I myself drew inspiration from Mahatma Gandhi during the Telangana movement, he said. Telangana IT Minister and Telangana Rasha Samiti Working President KT Rama Rao on Sunday Today demanded an explanation from the Narendra Modi government for not fulfilling the promises made to people of Telangana. It's a shame that not a single promise made in the AP Reorganization Act had been kept either for Telangana or our sister state of Andhra Pradesh. KT Ramarava tweeted on Saturday accusing Union Tourism Minister J. Kishan Reddy of fooling citizens of the state. KTR asked the Union Minister if he had the courage to apologize for his action. Sharing images of Reddy's past tweets, where the union minister claims that Centre has sanctioned nine medical colleges for Telangana. KTR tweeted, Dear Kishan Reddy Garu, I respect you as a brother, but not seen a more misinformed and hapless. Union Cabinet Minister, you have announced the government of India sanctioned nine medical colleges to Telangana, which was an utterly lie. You don't have even the courage to apologize, he said in his tweet. That's all for South Connect today. For more such political updates and South related updates, keep watching our channel HW News. Whatever your views are, do let us know in the comment section below. Take care of yourselves. Thank you. Now, be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS. Search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in, and be up to date with the latest news.